uh, reference we have in chapter 12, we have an exact holy GPS, if you will. We have a location identified. We have the person exactly identified in verse 24. It says, but Jesus, but is as to Jesus, the, the mediator of a new covenant. And we have the exact instructions that are given to us who would be the people of God. Mm-hmm. Who would who would accept the cho- the challenge? Who would accept who would accept the confrontation of God's word by the Holy Spirit and say yes, that's for me. Mm-hmm. I'll stand on Him, the Rock. Right. You see, I believe there was a precedent there mm-hmm. that Abraham established, that Moses would later refer back to. This is the Rock. This is to Rock. But now mm-hmm. it's not it's not that it does not have challenges right. because now. In, in the 11th Psalm, you, you advance a, another over a millennia and a half, I believe it is, and, and yet then another millennia prior to Jesus coming on the scene, you've right. got the Psalmist David, the New Living Translation. Psalms 11, verses 2 to 4 goes like this. The wicked are stringing their bows, fitting their arrows for the, at the bowstring, uh, on the bowstrings. Right. They shoot from the shadows at those whose hearts are right the foundations of law and order have collapsed Mm -hmm. what can the righteous do but verse 4 says this but the lord is in his holy temple the lord still rules from heaven and he watches everyone closely examining every person on the earth yeah you know what's awesome to take it back here for a second, based on based on that verse there in Psalms, to take it back here to Hebrews. Yes, um, yes. I'm sorry. I know I, I yeah. bounced a little bit. No, there, you're fine. But, but you know, it's it's fascinating how in chapter 12, when it's talking about the comparison of yes. the blood spilt by Abel and the blood spilt by Jesus Christ. So, do you know what the difference there is? Hmm. It's a perspective. Here's a perspective thing we need to get grasp a hold of. Oh. Abel was a victim. Jesus Christ was not. Amen. Amen. So right. there again, when you read that verse in Psalms and it talks about how the enemies are, are seeking to, to destroy and aim at those who, who, are, who, who have a mistaken heart or a mistaken identity you know, in, in that. That's it's right. The fact is, well, how are you looking at Jesus Christ? Exactly. Is Jesus Christ a victim of hatred and bigotry and religiosity or is he a champion who conquers sin in the grave? In the That's act right. of obedience. That's right. When he gives up his life and says, literally, it is completed, my bride. Amen. For you, this is Amen. done. Amen. Because you know, there, there again, it's a perspective, and I think that's what that's what yeah. he's alluding to here, where the blood spilt by Abel and the blood spilt by Christ are not the same thing. It's not just a righteous man being killed; it is a righteous man being killed in Abel, and then the righteous one being the righteous one exactly the righteous being sacrificed exactly. in obedience, following exactly. through, and what. What, what Paul's alluding to there is the fact is if we can get our perspective of our, around the fact that by heir, being heirs to Christ and being joint heirs in his sacrifice, we are not giving up a inheritance. We are not being we are not being set aside by God or or being failed by God and not being answered by God. But what we are being what we are doing is we are coming into a perspective 
of royalty, of victory, of, of you know, immortality. Right. You know, there again, if we can get the perspective of Christ in the fact that, no, we are not we are not serving and giving up everything and just and, and you know, woe is me and, the, you know, all right. of this. But rather, if we understand the fact that giving of ourselves and serving and being thankful and all these things that we stand in victory over the, the, the condemnation of the world, the perspective that we gain there is one that will even in death, even in the shedding of our blood, even in the shedding of the, 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 what the earth would say, all the gain, all of the, 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 uh, the assimilation in, in the giving mm-hmm. away of ourselves in mm-hmm. every aspect, what we become is we come become victors. We become, right. we become victorious. And if you have a perspective of the fact that serving and, and a perspective of the fact of being thankful is a, is a mode of operating is a worldview is a, is a structural thing is a foundational truth in your life. We don't have to worry about, well, I'm, I'm trusting in somebody that, technically lost the fight well no he didn't no 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 well, there's the problem that's the that's because the you know and paul said that to the corinthians he said had they known yep had they known but you see the 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 effect of the curse mm-hmm. and the fact that even though they were supposed to be, be the people the scribes and the pharisees the people who called for his crucifixion right and urged the mob on crucify right. him crucify they were by by the effect of the curse in this world, the curse of sin in their own lives, and the fact that they were not reading the word. Right. They were not in the word. They were more about obeying laws that were written upon the law, interpretations of the law, uh, and an interpretation of the interpretations of the law, right. rather than being in the word of God because the scriptures said they didn't even recognize the no. Messiah. And so Paul will later right there in the first century, he said, had they known. They would not have crucified the Lord of glory. That's right. But they didn't. They did not. They saw him as a victim. They did not see him as the victor. That's right. Well, and this is an interesting thought. We're going to, we're going to play with for a second. Let's bounce that ball. We want to talk about how the word is a life giving (laughs) thing and the victory we have in Christ is a, is a foundational truth. Okay. And people want to talk about uh, the calamities of the world, the death in the world, the sin in the world, the, the, the death of children and all those things. And we talk about lifespans and how in the early days of humanity, where we still had the 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 echoes of life breath from God from creation, right, right. so you see the first twelve or fifteen generations of the earth, and they're living almost millennia. You mm-hmm. know, you you see mm-hmm. these extreme lifespans, these thousand year lifespans, and five hundred years, and you know, so on and so forth, and and you see these people not even coming into their purpose till they're almost a hundred years old, or over a hundred years old, or five hundred if you're Noah starts the ark. You know, different things, right? And we talk about how. There's a, there's a, with sin there, as sin progresses and as sin abounds in the world, there's a, there's a return there. There's a return. And as we see sin prevail, we'll see, you know, lifespan shorten. We see, we see yeah. the, the natural the consequence of yeah. sin being more prevalent yeah. in That's everything. Right. Right. And I, I naturally, and it was funny, I got to be, be in a conversation at one point this week. And it struck me, I, I didn't get into it then, but it struck me the fact that, you know what, if we look at the word, when the word was removed from the people 
during the dark ages of society, when the religious few decided to bogart the truth for themselves Mm -hmm. for personal gain, we see one of the lowest, the lowest, um, age ranges for mortality during the dark ages, during the plagues that swept the black plagues that swept the globe and all those things. When we look at this religiosity that took the word and held it close to its chest and people could not sow the seed of the word into their lives, we're seeing the average age range being somewhere between 27 and 34 for the average adult. And then the, the, the mortality rate of infants was horrid. Yeah. We, we talk about a time during the black plague when two thirds of the globe died. Yeah. from a plague, but it was also a period where people did not have access to the word. Exactly. People did not have access to actually read yeah. the word from themselves and sow the living word into their lives. And they were, yes. you know, the truth was being bogarted by the yeah. religious few. Yeah. And, and I'm stepping out on a thin, a thin limb here yeah. with my history and I should know better, but if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, you just shut me yeah. away if, you, if I am. No, go ahead. But I'm thinking this was also a time of great re- religious or faithful Faith dark darkness because that's, that's saying, not really yeah. because I, if I'm not mistaken that was also a time of the inquisitions and all oh, that yeah. where oh, yeah. where men were judging men and there was great violence mm-hmm. in the name of all things in the name of God right in the name of God as we're so apt to do yes. these are you know you're on the you're on the back end of the crusades yes. where we're, where people are literally taking the name of Christ up and taking crosses and quite literally bludgeoning other people groups to death right, in right. the name of Christ. Yes. And you see these atrocities committed yes. in the names of the faith. Yeah. Some of those grudges that still hold through to this Some day were founded in this period of time. Yeah, and it's, it's right. amazing That's how exactly right. we forget that people, when, when, when they take on a perspective there again, if we take on the able look at where we say that, yes. Oh, well, might will always triumph over righteousness. And then you try to turn might into righteousness because yeah. that's what they—that's literally what they tried to do. You literally had a doctrine of, uh, you know, go kill infidels because it's the path to heaven. Anyway, yeah. uh, wrong no. religion. We kind of reverse roles yeah. there for I a minute. I don't remember Jesus <laughs> saying that. You know, I don't. It's weird remember. how he said, "Turn the other cheek, yeah, not pick up your sword and cut yeah, his head off." Well, like know, <laughs> it wasn't. No kidding. You I know, mean, it's just yeah. Like when when his disciples kid, Lord, we hear that someone over here speaking in your name, but we don't know who they are. And I, Jesus said, "Wait a minute, we're we're supposed to be going this direction, doing what we've got to right. do." And if he's not for us, he's not, if he's for us, he's not against us. Right. And otherwise, let's be on our mission. Let's do let's what we're doing. You know, let's don't go out of our way to condemn somebody or jump on somebody's case. Yeah. You know, and his whole thing was about love. You know, God does. I mean, yes, he loves us. He fulfills the word. And as we live by the word, we understand the parameters of that love are tremendous if we will walk in his perfect way. Well, the last miracle that he does on this earth before getting before being crucified was healing a person from the act of violence there you go he puts the ear back on the man right he puts the ear back on the man and i thought you were talking about raising lazarus from the dead but no No. that was coming into the hole but then yeah in the garden in the garden in the garden yes literally after after spending the night Talking to his father, knowing what the next day, knowing what those people were coming to do. Exactly. Exactly. And one of his followers picks up a sword. Yep. And chops the dude's ear off in defense of his faith, his leader, his God. 
Right. What does Christ do? He's like, whoa, what are you doing? Yeah. That's not who we are. Yeah. And he picks up and literally heals the captor that's come to put him in chains right. to lead him. There again, you want to talk about a victory statement. You yeah. want to talk about a victory lap? I know why you're where you're taking me. I know that you are coming here with sword and 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 irons and whatever else to lead me to the worst scourging mankind is known. Oh man. To the worst type of death that had been created at the time. Right. right. And yet let me show you compassion. Yeah. Let me show you mercy. Let me let me in fact let me chastise my person right. who stepped right. up in violence. Right. Because if you live by the sword, guess what? You die by the sword. Yeah, well, that yeah, that's true too. And, you know? and if I'm not mistaken, let me say, I believe it's. I think it's. Is it Luke? That yes, I think mm -hmm. is it Luke that uh, yes, he struck right, and he struck one of the slaves of the high priest. Yeah, and cut off his ear. And of course, John gives in John 18, he gives us the name Malchus. Yeah, uh, this is Luke, Luke 22 and 50, mm -hmm. and that's who Peter strikes, and and. Mm -hmm. You know, and I, it just dawned on me when you were saying that, that was one of the servants of the high priest. There was another moment of opportunity because the high priest of Israel could have called off that whole thing. Yep. Could have. Yep. Uh, he was pretty much the man in behind a lot of that right there. And and he, of course, a lot of others too, because uh, the scripture says ultimately, because they were the spokespeople, the, the nation is held accountable because of it. Those people, Quite and literally. The, literally, the scripture says. Well, the fact of the matter is, is that on, literally by the next day, the Roman Empire tries to wipe itself clean exactly. from this murder. Exactly. They don't want to have anything to do with it, but yep. this man and his cohorts yep. continue on. Yeah, I like the way the NASB reads it, but it says in the next verse 51, but Jesus answered and said, stop, no more of this. And he touched his ear and healed him. And, and, you know, there again, a, a miracle, like you said, a miracle performed right in front of them. Right. And, 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 you know, a lot of us are thinking, why in the world did they not just say, truly, this is the son of God. What are we doing here? No, 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 no. But no, no, no. Sin was mm -hmm. running its course and yeah. they had made their choice in Wave. sin. Now, different, if that doesn't answer some of these questions, well, why not this? And why, And if God is God, why? Because a choice had been made. Yep. A price had been paid. Bingo. I was about to say, not only had a choice been made, a life had been bought and paid for. Yes. Because just prior to that, at least here in Luke's gospel, mm -hmm. he talks about the fact of Judas kissing him and betraying him. So, You've got all of the, those choices had such ramifications. You're seeing the ripples, uh, don't you? And yet in the middle of that, there's that great miracle. So it's, let's it's, maintain it's, a perspective of the fact. Okay. Here, here we go. Let's, okay. main a per, let's maintain a perspective of the fact that just because people are kissing your hiney doesn't mean Whoa. they have the best intentions for you. Okay. And just because somebody's swinging, swinging a sword in the name of okay. something. Yep. Doesn't mean that everybody's in the right. So just because somebody is just just because somebody is saying sweet things to you does not mean their intent and their purpose is just. Just because somebody is swinging swinging the sword of righteousness as if they're the 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 battle hardened whatever right. doesn't mean they're in the right. Because you see, both things can be misconstrued. Both yeah. things 
can be corrupted. The the acts of man can be corrupted, whether they whether they look like they look like the the beautiful kiss of a friend, or if they look like the violent swing of defense yes. or, or or righteous action of a soldier. Yeah. Both can be wrong because both, if they are not seated in the righteousness of God, if they are not seated on the foundations and the worldview of of what Jesus said, because Jesus said, "Enough of this." Yes. What are literally the words there? Read he it said, one more time. He said, he said, stop. And here it has it. Jesus answered and said, stop, explanation point. No more of this. That's the quote. Stop, no more of this. Jesus never countermands that directive. And so it holds to this day. Yeah. So Christians, stop saying you're killing people out of righteousness. Yeah. We shouldn't be. No. He there said, stop, no he more said, stop, of this. No more of this. And he touched his ear and he healed him. And Jesus said to the chief priests and the officers of the temple, the elders who had come against him, have you come out with swords and clubs as you would against a robber? And while I was with you daily in the temple, you did not lay hands on me. But this hour and the power of darkness are yours. And uh, they arrested him and led him away and brought him to the house of the high priest. Yeah, so why are you doing all this in the dark? That's right. Why are you that, only saying that about so-and-so behind their back? That's dark. Why are you only dealing in, in dark rooms and dark alleys and, and, and whispers and gossips? Yeah, why aren't you right. confronting this head-on in the assembly? Why Amen. aren't you? Why, why do you have to have these discussions in a council meeting instead of in the middle of the church? Why aren't well, we? I mean, come on, come on, church. Why are we doing everything backhandedly? Why are we, why are we acting, you know, slinking through the shadows? Hell, amen. Amen. Well, because that's who he's talking to. He's talking to the religious elders of the day. Yep. He's talking to the church. Yeah. Well, and these were the very ones who should have recognized him. And he said, you know, here I was teaching daily, daily in the temple. He said, but you didn't come then. You know, you didn't come then. Really cool thing there. When God, when Jesus says he was teaching daily in the temple, do you notice that throughout his ministry, he didn't spend every single day in the temple because where is God's temple? It's in his people. Yeah. Well, there you go. There you go. When God said, when Jesus says I was teaching daily in the temple, what he is saying is I was teaching daily into the temple that I'm about to establish. Yeah. Well, and at that time, you know, in, in the world that Jesus was born in, right under the law then the the temple represented that gathering place that's mm-hmm. the temple represented that house of worship that house of teaching mm-hmm. that house of prayer that's but right. it, and even then though it also had the court of the gentiles it had a place for everybody the women the gentiles you know how they yep. separated a lot of things by oh, gender yeah. and all that and 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 of course the aliens to the covenant mm-hmm. but there was a place for all together yeah in the hearing of the word and in the giving of the alms and the bringing of their offerings before God and the sacrifice to the, to the holiest of all, all those things there was access yep. and it was centered there. And, and I think that's an interesting thing. And can I, can I take us over to revelation for oh, a moment? Yeah. Okay. Take us over to revelation here. for a moment. <laughs> Let's go to patents. Oh boy. I'm telling you. <laughs> no, well, we're, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and and here in in the last two chapters of Revelation, chapter twenty one, chapter twenty two, 
course, chapter 21 opens up saying, and I saw a new heaven and a new earth for the first heaven and the first earth passed away and there was no longer any sea. Mm -hmm. And I saw the holy city, new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, made ready as a bride adorned for her husband. And here all this comes about wiping away the tears from our eyes about those who who are the overcomers inheriting all things. And listen, let's get down into this. Look at verse 12. And it had a great and high wall, 12 gates, and at the gates 12 angels. The names are written on them, which are the names of the 12 tribes of the sons of Israel. There were three gates on the east, three gates on the north, three gates on the south, three gates on the west, and the wall of the city had 12 foundation stones. There again, even in the holy city, in heaven itself, there Mm -hmm. is a foundation. You know, back there in Psalms 11, what what happens when the foundations, literally the, the old King James and all, says, what do the people do when the foundations are shaken? Yep. You see, a lot of people are asking that question today. But notice this, John gives us that heavenly vision, that heavenly mm-hmm. view. And, he's, and he said that these were the 12 foundation stones. On them were the names of the 12 apostles of the Lamb. Okay, now of the lamb. Mm -hmm. Now, come on over with me into chapter 22 and over here into chapter 22. And and here, let's see, let's pick it up in verse uh, 16. Mm -hmm. I, Jesus, have sent my angel to testify to you these things for the churches. Mm -hmm. I am the root and descendant of David, the bright and morning star. The spirit and the bride say, come, and let the one who hears say, come, and let the one who is thirsty come. Let the one who wishes who wishes take the water of the life without cost. Mm-hmm. I testify to everyone who hears the word of the prophecy of this book. And if anyone adds to them, God will add to him the plagues which are written in this book. And if anyone takes away, or literally the word is remove, Away from the words of the book of the prophecy, God will take away his part from the tree of life and from the holy city, which are written in this book. For he who testifies of these things is yes, and I am coming quickly. And amen. Come, Lord Jesus, the grace of the Lord be with you. Amen. So in this, we see, and I started too late in there. I meant to really pick us up here in... um, Verse 14, that's where I really meant to be. Mm. Because notice it, it's following up on this thing of that city, that city that Abraham had been looking for all the way back in Genesis. Mm-hmm. And of course, we've read that in, in Revelation 21. And now here in Revelation 22, back to verse 14, I'm sorry. Blessed are those who wash their robes so that they may have the right to the tree of life and may enter by the gates into the city. Okay. Yeah, there, there's no, it's not like you're tunneling in or climbing over a fence or anything else. God wants you in the city. Yep. And there's 12 gates yep. to enter in, okay? And he says, then he, he tells us who the outsiders are and who the insiders are. And look at verse 15. Outside of the dogs and the sorcerers and the immoral persons, the murderers and the idolaters and everyone who loves and practices lying. 
And then look at verse 16. I, Jesus, have sent my angel to testify to you these things for the churches. Mm -hmm. So you see, and then that's where he goes on. I'm the root and descendant of David. He gives his exact identification. But all of this is to the church of the living God. Who Who's the church, Robert? Who's the we church? We are the church. We are the church. We are the church. One of the things that came up in me as yep. you were talking, yep. as you're reading those verses there in 21, about there in 14, and it said that there are 12 foundations, and on them are written the 12 names of the apostles of the Lamb. Right. What's fascinating about that conceptually is the fact that, well, what are the foundational truths through which we can we understand who Christ is and what, what redemption is? And it's the account of the New Testament, which is Amen. written testimony of who? The Lord Jesus Christ. By whom? His apostles. Right. So right. you want a validation of what the New Testament is? You want a, yes. found, a, a foundational platform exactly. in which to build an understanding of who gets into the, to who gets into heaven? You mm -hmm. look at the New Testament. You look at those foundational yes. truths and foundational stones that are established Amen. as the foundation of the New Jerusalem of the of the kingdom of heaven yes. that are that are going to be there and that's I think that's why those names are transcribed on those stones is cuz that's just it how do we come into knowledge of the truth we come in it through the testimony of those 12 men yes. we come into the you know and and that's one of the things where it's when it talks about washing our robes what are we washing our robes in y'all the blood of the lamb that's right you know that's right. how do, how do those robes get clean enough to allow us to enter into heaven by the blood of the Lamb. By the blood of the Lamb. It's how, not. How it's, does he overcome except by the blood of the Lamb? Except by the blood of the Lamb. That's right. And here again in Revelation, here again, Jesus establishes that he is the way. He establishes who he is, and he then he he establishes who the church is. Then he establishes, you know, the confession of the church. But he says. But anybody who's thirsty, mm -hmm. one last time, yeah. we're right. We're at the end of all things. One last time, mm -hmm. if you're thirsty and you'll accept this, exactly. come on in. Amen. Amen. And he tells you. He tells you. <laughs> I mean, just as plain as day there. Yeah. And, and you know, we we started this some some weeks back, and and we I believe we I believe we were over there in Second uh, Peter chapter one, yes. where that yes. closing verses where he said, "For no prophecy was ever made by act of human will, right? But holy men of God, moved by the Holy Spirit, spoke." from God. Yep. And so the action, the acts and the and the will of God for us mm -hmm. was translated for us through these men of God and to in this word. And that's why we say read the word, ride the ride. Yeah. <laughs> that's the Is word. that it's that simple and yes, and sir. the way, you know, it's it's yes, funny sir. because I hear other philosophies and I hear other people try to to teach things like you know, until you can you can get out of yourself, or till till you can step outside of yourself and understand your purpose, until you can you can step away and 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 discard and discard. But then, when when we present the truth, and when you present with the word, and the word says, "I am the way," Jesus makes it super clear: "I am the, the way, way, the truth, and the, the life." And the life. Amen. No man comes to the Father but by me. Amen. Like when, when he Amen. gives it, when he gets it straightforward down to the cusp, but there again, that's exactly what he's doing again in Revelation twenty two seventeen. He's mm -hmm. presenting it again. Mm -hmm. I am. 
Yes. And if you just say yes, this there is no price. It's without price. So all right. you have to do is Pro- step out of yourself, step out of yourself and accept the way. Yes. Accept who Christ is, accept the basic truth that Christ is the only way. There is no price to pay because right. it's been paid. Free admission for all. Just accept the way. Amazing accept grace. The way. Amazing grace. It's, that great Isaac Newton song, that amazing yeah. grace. How sweet the sound that saved a wretch like mm-hmm. me. An old slaver, a guy that ran a slave ship, wasn't yep. he? Who came to faith in Christ, and and you know Robert, right now I just I just feel led to pray for there may be somebody struggling, there may be a number of people struggling right now because mm-hmm. as you were telling me earlier this week, we've got folks listening now, uh, 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 quite an international group that's right. listening, and our hearts and and our love goes out to you, mm-hmm. and we thank you for listening. We thank you. We pray that you're just reading the word and riding the ride with us, right. and we thank you for that, for joining us in this. and But I feel like there may be some seekers, there may be some seekers right now that are struggling with that. I am the way, the truth, the life. No man comes to the Father except by me. Maybe somebody is coming to that realization that for years they have been trying to do this, that, and the other to, to, to be okay with God. Mm-hmm. And suddenly that verse, that verse solely says, uh-uh. It's not a matter of this, that, and the other that you may. It's not a religious thing. It's not about how much money you could have given or mm-hmm. anything else or how or how many times you helped somebody cross the road or you didn't cuss somebody maybe you thought you should have. It's none of that, mm-hmm. you know. And yet, <laughs> the Lord says, all things are made new in you. And and so let, we want to just pray right now in Jesus' name, Father, if, if someone's struggling right now, just help them to realize that the word sets them free now you've said in your word that you will judge us according to the word so father this is why we're saying read the word and follow after you that's what that ride the ride means it Mm -hmm. means following after you and and attaining and adhering listening to your word father we need to do so much more meditating on it Mm -hmm. we need to do so much more reading of it we need to do so much more of the word to do it. And Father, if somebody's struggling here today, set them free, Lord. You've already set them free by the sacrifice of Jesus Christ on the cross of Calvary and the resurrection from the dead on the morning of the third day. And so right now, Lord, may whoever it is that's struggling realize that you are the I am and just accept that. Just accept that. As, as Paul gives that simple understanding of what to do in Romans chapter 10, that with the, the heart, with the mind, we come to believe. And with the mouth, confession is made. And whosoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall not be ashamed, shall not be disappointed, but shall be saved. And Father, we thank you because we know you're in the rescuing business. <laughs> we know you're in the saving business. And Father, just like that word in First Peter or in Second Peter and in chapter 2, verse 9, it says, the Lord knows how to rescue the godly from temptation. So Father, not only in coming into your kingdom, coming into faith, but then even after we're believers, Lord, we know that we face temptation every day. 
and maybe some of our listeners today are are struggling with that. You you know you're a Christian. You know you have faith in God, and it's a real faith, but you struggle with all that the world throws at you day in and day out. Or maybe life's just overwhelmed you like a great wave washing across the deck of your ship. But don't be flat. Don't be foundered. Don't be washed over. Know that the Lord is there to take hold and trust in him. And we ask these things in Jesus' name. We ask these things in Jesus' name and say, Amen. Amen. Call it done. Amen. Amen. I, you know, I just, uh, I'm thanking God for people set free right now. I That's really right. Am. I'm that's sorry. Right. I'm th- and, and beyond borders, isn't that great to know? Mm-hmm. That's just not something that's just happening here in the Carolinas or mm-hmm. here in the southeastern part of the United States. This is something that's happening around the world. Globally. Yeah. Amen. That's right. Praise God. Well, praise God. Uh, thank Amen. you all again for joining us. Yes. Uh, joining us. Yes. Um, there again, uh, just just know that the word of God is, is eternal. Right. It's not going anywhere. It's not a, it's Amen. not something that is, that Amen. is a fad. It's not something we take lightly. It's no, not, it's, no. it's not, it's not no. something that we mock Amen. at or scoff at. Um, That's right. God and just you. accept it as the truth. That's right. We're, we're not here trying to impress you. We're not professional broadcasters or anything of the mm-hmm. nature of that, but we're, yeah. we're working at it. We're working at doing the very best we can mm-hmm. with all that we can to just bring the word of God and to say, and to say, read the word, ride the ride uh, and amidst all this other stuff that's going on in your world and our world you know the word of god tells us about what's going on and mm-hmm. if your foundations are feeling like they're being shaken you know and you're wondering what what's going on what shall i do listen david the great the great man after god's own heart asked that same question what shall the righteous do and what did the scripture say the lord is in his holy temple and the lord still rules from heaven <laughs> so dear friend you you read the word you ride that ride amen because right. god wants you to arrive safely home <laughs> right praise the lord oh, i told god. i told pop when you my my father his his papa um said you know we ought to throw in there and arrive safely and so uh thank you pop we appreciate that god wants you eternally safe and sound and he wants to rescue you today from whatever the temptation is from whatever whatever your struggle is um hey from our family to your family god bless you and let jesus be lord of your life let this word be your guide amen robert what else can we say man and there again, uh, the way the book ends is the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. Amen.